Hot damn, you're listening to Frolicking Chronicles, a Frolic Inc. broadcast. We're here at uh, the studios of Tamantha Bowman in Huntington Beach, California. You're like hiding out in my son's old room. Now, <laughs> now Dean guest room slash podcast studio. <laughs> and I'm digging it. So you are uh, about to get a first glimpse or hear a first glimpse of our Frolicking Chronicles podcast. Hot yes. damn. Hot damn. Here we are. Here we are. All right. And for our first podcast, we want to take you guys on a journey to one of our most beloved cities in um, the United States. And we have fallen in love with this place. And let's just go back to 1997. Newlyweds. Oh, Not knowing. Young, dumb, and really lucky. <laughs> not knowing what the heck we're doing. And Ronnie calls and says, hey. For our honeymoon, because we had a double wedding, you guys. That's a whole other story. But let's go to Mardi Gras. 1997. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So at this time, we are about to experience Bourbon Street for the first time. Yes. And little do we know. Our virgin um, eyes. Right? (laughs) I was so short. I stand maybe five three to Tamantha's own like about five four, right? I am I am about a inch good shorter. Five, four, yeah. So everybody's taller than me. I had no idea until the very next day what exactly is on Bourbon Street <laughs> outside of the bars. Um all the scandalous uh strip yeah, clubs. Lady, ladies of the night. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. What what people will do for beads. Now of course cameras on phones change everything, but there's still some extraordinary people out there exactly exactly so we go to new orleans one of the most haunted towns if not in the united states it's one of the oldest uh cities in all of america and what's really interesting and beautiful about it is that it has a lot of european uh, culture and influences and vibes there so cobblestone streets and old catholic churches and also ghost stories many a ghost story and that is definitely if you have never been a travel destination so where do we start where do we start (laughs) imagine walking on cobblestone streets the mist is rolling in it's a balmy night we're gonna fast forward to 2010 now if you know us you know that we both served in the coast guard and I stayed in the Coast Guard for a little while longer than Ronnie did. And in 2010, a few months after the Saints win the Super Bowl, which was amazing. Hells yeah. Had a good party <laughs> for that. Um, I, Tamantha, got deployed for the oil spill. And I had discovered a beautiful restaurant named Mario's. Now, I, I don't know the exact date that Mario's came to be, but it is hosted right there in the middle of Jackson, you know, the Square. French Quarter, mm-hmm. the Jackson Square um, next to St. Uh, Louis, Louis Cathedral. Cathedral. And uh, it's 2010. It's probably August. Well, it was our golden birthday. 
And we couldn't spend our golden birthday together. I was here in Los Angeles. Our friend Charlie was performing in Il Postino. He's an opera singer. That's true. So wonderful. So, but unfortunately, I did not get to experience Muriel's with you this first time when you yeah. rented out. Well, that wasn't my first time. So that's the oh, interesting part. Then yeah, let's so back what it I was up. getting to. So we're backing up to August. And, uh, you know, it's it's the south. So it gets a little humid. <laughs> and the weather is balmy. And anyways, uh, my friend and I had um, decided we were going to go to Mariel's for for his going away because um, he was done with his time in New Orleans uh, responding to the oil spill. And I had been there, you know, before, but hadn't experienced anything really just, you know, hanging out at a table with a couple of um, my staff that worked with me. So anyways, great food. So I'm, I'm there for the pork chop once again. <laughs> Okay, and um, what about those goat cheese crepes? Was the that goat not on cheese the menu yet? At, at that time, I wasn't that adventurous, oh. so I probably ordered the gar- the garden salad. Okay, so uh, anyway, so we decide we decide we're gonna go go have dinner, and and you know it's a beautiful summer night, and you know we had heard that there was some ghost stories, and we had read on the menu where if you ask the waiter about it uh, or your server, that they would you know uh, let you know uh, what had gone on in in this beautiful old home. And so I pulled over our waiter and, um, you know, basically he says, oh, oh, yes, yes, we do have a ghost. We do have a ghost upstairs. And you know what? You're you're in for a treat tonight because we don't have any private parties upstairs. And you're more than welcome after dinner if you'd like to go upstairs and check it out and, you know, go to the gallery. That's what they call their their nice long balconies. And so I was in. I, I was, I was. yes, we got to do this. You know, my friend's like, okay, yep, you know, let's go. So, um, and the story goes that there was, and I'm, I have terrible French, uh, but Pierre-Antoine Lepardet-Gerdin, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm apologizing now. It's my botched French, which is all about New Orleans anyways. Um, he had wagered his home, his beloved, beautiful home back in an 1814 poker game. Well, he lost. And so before he was destined to turn over his home, he committed suicide in the seance lounge. And that's where Ronnie was talking about that. I rented out that area for my birth, for our golden birthday, 10, 10, 10. But on this night, um, the waiter points us to a door and he says, hey, just go through that door and then take a left and you're going to walk up the stairs and then you you know can visit the seance lounge and you can go out to the balcony and bring your cocktails, you know, because in New Orleans, you also can take your top cocktails to go, which is just fabulous. But it's a walking town. So that that's why I think that's part of that. And um, OK, so we push open the door and it is dark. There's no light. I can only see the light to my right coming in from the street. But the be- remember those beautiful windows? Oh yeah, and it's actually gorgeous. it's actually a building that they stop on during those walking ghost tours, right? And I go, okay, so we gotta go to the left, and I go into the doorway, and as I my left foot moves forward, I go to step on my right foot. I'm in the door jam. All of a sudden, boom! Right to this, your chest. Right to my chest. I get pushed back and I'm startled and I just go, okay, that's it. And I'm knocking on the door to get out. They open the door. So not by a, a person or another patron of the restaurant. You no. were knocked by an energy. I Nobody was in front of me. I was leading the way. 
And only to come to find out that this area um, is now where they set up a nice little table and a couple glasses of wine for Antoine and whoever his guest is. So my thought is that that night I was not welcome to go up the stairs or, you know, uh, something was just not going to have me, you know, let me go, go any further. And so I got spooked. But I will tell you that uh, a month or so later, I went back again with a bigger group of people. And so maybe the difference is I was just with one other person, you know, and we, I was disappointed because nobody had any experiences like mine. <laughs> and, you know, um, almost to the point, I would say it was it was a little bit uh, in your face or whatever. But, you know, like yeah. joshing me or like, you know, making fun or whatever, because I had this experience. But but anyways, it, it was it was very real. And then we went for our 40th birthday. And I think that's kind of what set the tone, right? Yeah. Because we really, um, I mean, we were really newbies to New Orleans yes. in 1997. And, well, and, and then you're you're distracted by Mardi Gras, right? Totally that's distracted. And, and wouldn't you say, though, like at this point in our lives, I would say the last several trips that we've made to New Orleans have not been about Mardi Gras. It's uh-uh. been about going at different times of the year and the so food, the architecture, the tours, the all people, the history, all the Frenchman Street. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not it's not even all about bourbon for us. No. Uh, most of the time, Actually. unless we're gonna go see a Zydeco band. Now that that's yeah, a whole tropical aisle. That's for, that's for us, fun. right? Yes, exactly. You gotta do that. So now you're in twenty ten. It's yes. our golden birthday. Yes. And mm. you're now renting out like, you talk about upper echelon, Tamantha's all VIP status now after her chief warrant officer well, inauguration here. Well, you know, I, I missed my family and I definitely missed Ronnie. And, and so I decided uh, my husband was coming in town. I had two of my best friends, Carolyn and Kevin. Uh, they also flew into town. And so then I just kind of hosted a nice little wine and cheese um, in the Seance Lounge area. Perfect. And uh, it was perfect. But again, big group. Um, we just enjoyed the atmosphere, but I didn't have any you know, true experiences. Now, would you say that we've always had a magnetic pull to New Orleans? I would say yes. I feel like it's in our soul. We don't quite know all of our our history. multiracial history, mm-hmm. if you will. But I feel like there's that French Canadian from mom's side and Spanish from our dad's side and somewhere. It feels it like just, extension of home. Yes. I, I never not feel at home there. And yeah. I think that's what's but that's always also, so I think, to the people. Right. I, I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Also the people. And so, so anyway, so then, uh, so then we were going to have a big 40th birthday party, um, four years later. And then we had just decided, uh, actually Carolyn what said, you know, Hey, you, you guys should really think about just going, going somewhere, you know, because, destination. Yeah. Party. Destination party, because you know what? Parties can get very, um, overwhelming at times. Right. And, uh, and you know, we just really did want to have a small crew, I think. And and so we put and the fillers out come, there. could come. Yeah. It, it was not, it, don't feel bad if you couldn't make it. But if you did, we were going to have a yeah. good ass time, right? But I had to tell you, so uh, so then we were back at Mary. We were like, okay, birthday night. Birthday dinner. Birthday dinner. We're going to Mariel's. So we made our reservation for our little party of, was it nine? I can't remember. Two, four, six. No, because it was only six of us. Oh, okay. Right? Because Ian and Kat ended up being that, you know, impromptu couple. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, um, so we had it. This time we had a table on the first floor. Nice round table. And 
we were talking and you and Kat kind of engaged the waiter. Yes, David. Yeah, was it David? David. And he still works there, by he the way. So here it's there. 2020. You can best believe you're going to yes. find yourself with David. By, by the way, like, you know, good vibes for New Orleans because uh, S- Sally's going to be a, a, a bee if you. Right. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hello. So, um, so to our well, we made sure to try there. the Fontana turtle soup because I'm from Fontana, California, <laughs> which was hilarious. It's, Kat owns a home there, too. So there's that was nothing so that funny. Enti- it sounds enticing to me about turtle soup. <laughs> no. However, if you do go to Merrill's, Tamantha and I's staple is the goat cheese crepes. And you can order them at the bar. So, yes. Which we did a few times in that last trip. That oh, we it's were always a, a must. I have to get it in as much yeah. as I can. So uh, so you guys engaged David in a conversation about the ghost. And little do we know, I'm explaining to him a little bit about what happened to me. And he says that he had some patrons that came in and actually had caught an image of a ghost right where I was at Mm -hmm. on camera. And And we do have those photos on our Instagram um, page, Frolic Inc. And he shared it with us, and I never felt so much validation in my life. (laughs) It's so crazy. (laughs) It's so crazy. And and here we are in this restaurant full of people, Mm -hmm. and you can see – the people on the ghost tours, the tourists, yeah. and, and we love a good ghost tour. Yeah. And they're looking in the window. And, man, by the time we left this dinner, we were giving the tours <laughs> outside. <laughs> Which to know us is exactly how things happen. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Our, amazing. So. Our, um, nice. But it was a beautiful, it was such a beautiful birthday dinner. And it was just so fun. But but to have those kind of um, great food. Mode, yeah. And then be validated in a ghost story and see this evidence on, on the waiter's phone. Now, I don't know if it was Antoine or not back in 2010, but you rest assured I kinda that have something a funny kind of happened. It was. Yeah. But uh, one thing we also love to do. What's our favorite cocktail at Ariel's? French 75. We love a good French 75. And now, Mariel's, uh, I believe... Uh, actually makes it with cognac and you can make a french 75 normally the historic way of making it is with gin so it's basically a little gin uh some fresh lemon juice a nice little splash of simple syrup and then you top it off with either champagne Um, we happen to use prosecco a lot it's almost like the southern lemonade that's yes okay okay (laughs) i see it um but ronnie and i have discovered and this would be another um uh, story time, but on the Queen Mary, uh, we had the beautiful purple colored Empress gin, gin. Oh and so it's gorgeous. such a gorgeous uh, liqueur color, and we just really love it. And so tonight, shall our, we? Yes, and we, we will be sharing the our recipe in our description. Empress or have gin. And cheers, sister. Cheers. So tasty mm. and fresh. I love the flavor combo. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only is it a gorgeous drink to look at because it has that purple haze, we, which is a beer that we also like to drink. Yeah, and beer, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's refreshing, but it, it can knock you off your socks if you're not careful. After. <laughs> now, so that's how the drink began. French 75s uh, is because it was the keep the party going. So I usually have it pre-dinner or as, you know, a starter for the night. But it really was in back, you know, I don't know if it's the Roaring Twenties or, uh, look, I'm not a historian, okay, but but 
that was think of great Gatsby or whatever. Give me a French 75 and that champagne keep going. Let this just keep the party going. Now at Muriel's though, we will, we have been known to try their, I would say seasonal drinks like mm-hmm. the vampire kiss, mm-hmm. like those martinis. Um, but the French 75 is the go-to. And I, I've go-to. learned a lot of these drinks through my sister. I give her mad props because I'm not a big drinker, but you can best believe I have my I cocktails also, when we're on vacation. I also ordered one um, when we got to go to the infamous Club 33 in Disneyland. Oh, um, amazing. Mm-hmm. And we've yeah. had them at the Magic Castle. I mean, each place yeah. makes them a little bit different. I will I say, say I like the cognac one quite quite a yeah. bit. And one of the other Which things I that like, we... I like the kind of more the warmth that that Yeah, I, I do too. Um, the other thing I would mention is that we do have a lot of French 75s at the bar at the Provincial Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's anyway, always a nice okay. end cap. So Mariel's, yes, that's always we have. That's the party starter kind of thing. But the real party at Hotel Provincial, and it's complimentary. Yes. And they have a great bartender. Buy one drink, get the other one free. I think that's yeah. how the coupon goes. So plenty, plenty of French 75s happening at a Hotel Provincial. Which, and it is refreshing in that humidity in, oh. in the, you know, quarter, for sure. Yes. You need to have a little something, something to... Yeah. And then there's also a term you can talk about. It's a little Lanny app. So you do find your favorite bartenders or your favorite bars that are known to give you a little extra splash of something. So, Absolutely. Uh, so we really do enjoy that for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, here we are, September 2020, all dealing with the pandemic. We are somewhat social distanced. <laughs> we, are, we are. We have two chairs sitting in yes. this room, quite a bit of distance um, from each other. And, um, but you know, New Orleans has always got a special place in our heart. There's no doubt I think about it's that. Just, it's just part We're of always us at called this. back. We're can, that would be my puppy. He's, <laughs> he's noticed the party has moved into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Uh, yes. But he's, um, <laughs> he's scratching away. That, he's doing our sound effects. <laughs> It's almost Halloween time. Yes. All right. So, so, hot damn. That was one, right? What? This is our demo. So, let's see how we roll with it. All right. Let the good times roll. Let the good times roll, y'all. Hope you enjoyed our podcast demo. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for our sophomore episode. And until then, so long and farewell, ladies and gents. <laughs>